Hey everybody, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. It's Black Friday, which means Thanksgiving was yesterday, but it wasn't, you know, the regular Thanksgiving because of the Rona, coronavirus. So how how was your Thanksgiving this year with COVID? I mean, it was actually pretty nice, but it was so different because I have like a relatively small family compared to a lot of people I know. So on my mom's side, there's like eight first cousins, including me and my sisters, but four of them live in Virginia so we see them at the holidays and we're all really close like we grew up like brothers and sisters but of course they couldn't come this year for obvious reasons like they were not driving from Virginia to New York and then the whole quarantine and just like wasn't safe so it was so weird because it was just like my immediate family and then my one cousin and my uncle who we've been seeing so it was definitely super weird we were on FaceTime with my other cousins the whole day and then my uncle I mean it was really nice but like there was still a part of you that's like, oh, like your other cousins are missing. Cause like that's when we all get together, the whole family, every year since I was born. Like in my whole 21 years of life, we've ne- we've missed it once when we went to the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving Day when I was like in middle school. Other than that, so it was a really nice day, but still, it's like, oh, I miss my cousins, you know? Yeah, it was weird. I actually saw one of my friends, her and her family um, got together on Zoom. But yeah, like, so I'm used to having like dinner at my house with mostly my mom's side and then all right so let me give a breakdown my dad's side it's over 10 siblings like he's the middle child of more than 10 people and a large chunk of us are based in philly and we all live in the same area and one of my aunts the one who hosts thanksgiving and christmas every year She lives literally right down the block from me. So after I would eat here and be like with my mom's side, I would go down there and see like all my paternal cousins. And it's so many of us, you know, you just play games, chat, do all that. She's never canceled, ever. This was the first year she was like, no, we're not doing it this year. No, that's insane. That's crazy. You see, for me, my dad's side, um all his family's in Greece and then he has his like my papu which is grandpa in Greek and my abuela but they moved to Florida so obviously they weren't coming from Florida so my dad's side is always tiny like there's literally two people because everyone else is in Greece but my mom's side is like our big side and there's literally like a total when we're all together like 15 of us that's why I come from a small family so it's even like I don't know it was just so weird like we were playing Among Us while I wasn't all the cousins were playing Among Us together, but, like, we weren't together. I was like, okay, this is definitely interesting. And they're like, yeah, we're not coming for Christmas either because my family hosts holidays every single year. Like, since I was little, like, my mom is the one who hosts it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, like, they're not coming for Christmas because it's not going to be better. So, oh, yeah, 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 I mean, 2020 can just end. <laughs> it's It's so sad. Like, I think... We were we were prepared for it. I mean, I think we all assumed, like, if this doesn't clear up by the holiday season, we're really not going to be together. And cases are going up. So Christmas and New Year's, I don't – my mom's not ha- – and that sucks. My grandmom's birthday is on Christmas. So it's always a big thing in my family. But we're not 
because she first of all she doesn't even want to leave the house half the time because she's like just so cautious when it comes to this virus but it's just it's sad i i christmas is my favorite because it's her birthday oh my god yeah no that is sad it's just it's and it's also frustrating because i was on social media yesterday and even okay my sister's boyfriend they both live here in new york city he didn't even go home his family was in florida this year for thanksgiving and he didn't even go home to spend it with his immediate family because of this but then when i was on instagram yesterday i saw a lot of people traveling or like having because we had nine people at my house and my media family is already five so we saw like a bunch of people like groups of like 20 30 like they were gathering like covid wasn't going on and it's like okay that's weird okay in my house i think it was six or seven yeah exactly and like you're used to so many more and then i was like seeing people like carrying on like this wasn't happening in the world and i'm like okay weird but okay yeah and um there's a like a mandate you're not supposed to gather more than 10 people in a household here in, in pennsylvania i don't know if, i'm probably i'm sure it's the same in yeah new york. new york it was like a max of like 10 so everyone was making memes of like como like peeping his head through the window to count how many people um the memes were funny but like a lot of people I saw had, like, way more than 10 people. That's why, like, you weren't... That's why we capped it at 9, obviously. And then my mom was scared my grandma didn't even come. My mom was scared my mom didn't want my grandma to come because she's older, you know what I mean? So she didn't even want to put her at risk. So, yeah, and I just saw people celebrating, like, nothing was going on in the world. And I was like, cool, good for you. Yeah, my grandma stayed home. So here's here's what happened. So my grandma lives up the block. My godparents live across the lawn. And obviously my mom is here. Um, my dad's down the street. Like it's, we're all in the same area, but everyone, That's cooks awesome. a dish. <laughs> yeah. everyone cooks a dish. So like when my mom was finished making like the cornbread and the ham and stuff like that, like she would send it through me and I would go take it to my grandma. And then she would give me like the rice and peas turkey stuff like that and then I would have to drop that off back home and then give my godmom her plate and then she would give me like the sweet potatoes and stuff like that I was just like taking stuff back and forth because nobody was leaving their house yeah no it's it was definitely interesting this year hopefully next year I think hopefully next year everything can like we can have our families and stuff yeah I hope so I think I, by next year we should be fine. Yeah, I was talking to my cousins, and we were like, when was the last time we saw each other? Because usually my cousins also come in the summer, like holidays in the summer, because we're all adults now, you know, like we're all in college, we all have jobs, like, you know, we can't see each other as much as we did when we were younger, and we're all separated, like we don't live near each other, so usually in the summer we'll like get together, but we couldn't even do that this summer, because especially me being in New York City, New York City was so strict that they did not want anyone from anywhere else, you know? My cousin from Virginia, they didn't want. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like two years. And then, yeah, I'm just saying that my whole family stayed healthy during this. I mean, it's still not over. So I can't complain too much, but it's just disappointing. It is. And it's scarier because a lot of testing sites are so overwhelmed right now with people getting tested that even if you want to test, it's really hard to get one. Oh, you have to go online like, two hours before it opens my sister's actually a nurse and even she was saying how like because obviously 
in March and April, like, the hospitals were crazy. And then, obviously, like, eventually it slowed down. But she said it's picking back up again because people don't realize it's not getting as much coverage as it did. But the cases are even worse than they were in March and April. But now everyone's just used to it. And it's just, it's sad because so many people are dying that don't have to. Yeah, I think it's because it's it's colder and we're spending a lot more time indoors and there's a lot of, you know, the heat is on and that kind of like harbors, I mean, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> no, they said it's true. Yeah. I, that's like flu season, like colder weather. Like, yeah, I don't know the terms either. because I'm like, But like heat is supposed to like help viruses. Like when the cold weather comes around, that's when like viruses get worse. That's why everyone was like, oh, when the summer comes around, like COVID will get better kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now winter's coming back and it's like literally just like, Wear your mask, social distance, stay inside, and quarantine. Crack a window every now and then as well to get some ventilation in your room if you can. I know some people, um, like, the windows don't open. Mm-hmm. But if you can, please crack a window and just get yeah. fresh air in your room. Or even go for a walk. Like, I don't know if there's, like, a park by you that's, like, secluded or something. But just go for a nice walk. You don't have to be around anyone. Yeah. Um, COVID is trash, but <laughs> it's trash. trash. But the COVID entertainment has been like superb. When I say COVID entertainment, I mean like just stuff that's happened throughout the last few months, like the versus battles, um, the Clubhouse app for those of us that are on Clubhouse. If you know, you know it's hilarious and it's also very useful, great for networking. Um, and now. We have two legendary fighters returning to face off. So Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. will be fighting Saturday night, November 28th at Staples Center in L.A. And both have come out of retirement for this. Tyson is 54 and Jones is 51. This is their first fight. And they planned this back in July, but then they rescheduled um, in August because what was it why they reschedule because um like international tv deals and like licensing and all of that like they just needed more time to get it together makes sense makes sense so the time has come and i mean i don't i'm not gonna buy it i'm just gonna be very straightforward (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's for a couple reasons like one with the age of twitter you can really see anything, like all the commentary you need on Twitter or on Instagram, stuff like that. But also because it's not like a standard fight. So a lot of the rules have changed for this fight. So instead of 12 rounds and three minutes per round, it's going to be eight rounds, two minutes each. And no knockouts are allowed. So think about it, 44 out of 50 of Tyson's career wins were from knockouts. Wait, I'm sorry. Like, boxing isn't, like, my number one. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I know who these fighters are. But, wait, what happens if he knocks him out, though? Like, I don't you know. know what I mean? I don't know. Like, what if it's like, oh, it was an accident. Well, not really an accident. But, like, if you're fighting someone and you knock them out, you know what I mean? Right. That's why I was confused. I'm like, okay, how... I guess, like, intentionally. I guess you can intentionally try to knock someone out, right? You can. That's what I'm saying. So I guess you can't really do that. Like, they just want a clean fight, kind of. Not a clean fight, but, like, 
an entertaining fight. But also, how much is it? Is it ninety dollars or is it more? I actually don't know because I was like, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I was like, if my dad does, then maybe I'll take a look. But I don't know if he is either. But again, Twitter, like you'll literally see the clips live tweeted, like yeah. literally, like people will literally be live streaming it. I can guarantee you. Yeah, I'll see like highlights and stuff, but um, yes, yeah, so I'm interested. I am. Yeah. I'm. I'm very interested. Like, I want to see. Maybe I should buy it, man. <laughs> you know what I didn't realize though? Like, I knew Mike Tyson was older, obviously. Like, I've been hearing about Mike Tyson, like, my whole childhood, like, you know? But I didn't realize that the person he was fighting was 51 as well. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought he was younger. So, Roy Jones actually started fighting in 1989. So, it was four years after Tyson. um, Tyson started in 85, retired in 2005, and then Roy Jones started in 1989 and retired in 2018. So, that's another thing to take into account, like, Roy Jones, he's he's a little more he hasn't been out the game as long as Mike Tyson has. But don't don't get me wrong, because I've seen some videos of Tyson training this year, and it's just as terrifying as the videos I've seen of him when he was still like in his prime of his career. Yeah, it makes me like I was like, I don't think Mike Tyson would sign up to fight again after all these years if he didn't think he would win like he he's feeling good to fight yeah and they have to still be confident even with like the rule changes so like along with no knockouts they said if anyone gets a cut the fight is done and they're changing the glove size to 12 ounce gloves to soften the blows so it's it's gonna be like kind of watered down but I did see some interviews from both of them, and they're still pretty confident. Like, I'm ready. I'm like, I'm ready to go. It doesn't matter what the rule changes are. Like, I'm prepared. Wow, this is getting me excited. It's definitely interesting. I would love – I'd never really seen Mike Tyson fight, like, in real time, you know? Yeah, me either. I th- we were just so young. Like, um, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm like, my Mike Tyson knowledge is – from like stories I've heard from my parents or highlights I've seen on TV. You know, you watch stuff on YouTube. Like I've never seen him fight in real time. My, oh, honestly, my Mike Tyson knowledge is that he bit someone's ear. <laughs> Wait, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm so serious because one, that's what you always hear. And then in, I'll never forget it because Nicki Minaj and Barbie Dream, she raps about it. She's like, like Mike Tyson, like biting, blah, 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 blah. Like, she talks about it, so I'll never forget it. But, like, when you talk to everyone, I think that's, like, what he's known for. Obviously, he's known for his fighting, too. But, like, him biting off a piece of someone's ear was so, like, prominent. And, grow- like, growing up, like, I don't know why that took up such a m- space in my mind that Mike Tyson bit a piece of someone's ear off. Yeah, that used to scare me because, as a kid, I envisioned it as he actually bit the whole ear. So, let me, let me give a backstory. So... <laughs> This was, um, this fight happened in 97. So it was Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. And the fight was actually a rematch following a previous fight where Holyfield won. But Tyson's team had filed complaints about headbutts from Holyfield that the ref um, deemed accidental. So that was in November of 96. So fast forward to June 97, they came back for the rematch. And in the third round, Tyson bit off a chunk of Holyfield's right ear. So they deducted points from him 
and let him continue to fight. That was the first mistake. If you're biting off someone's ear or chunk and they let him come back, what do you think he's going to do? He went and bit the left ear. <laughs> Christina, I thought the same exact thing. I was like, oh, because I was reading about it, obviously, and I was like, oh, they must have like called the fight. No, they did not. I, I will never understand that. Like, if I was a Vander Holyfield, I would be like, you're going to let this. I mean, he was probably more amped up to fight, if anything. But I would be like, you're going to let this man come back after he just bit a chunk of my ear off. And then he goes for my other ear. If my if a piece of my ear got bitten off, I would call the fight myself. I'd be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine what that feels like. I'm trying to think. Because, a- okay, think about it, right? I have 18 ear piercings, right? So I, like, know what an ear piercing feels like. And especially when you go for, like, the cartilage, like, it's hard to get through. Like, he bit it with a passion. Yeah. And I know, like, we were talking about this earlier, me and Chrissy, about, like, your finger, too. Like, apparently your finger is as easy to bite through as a carrot, but, like, you stop yourself because, like, obviously, like, you yourself are not going to, like, bite your finger off kind of thing, but it's as easy to bite through as a carrot. And I feel like a lot of people listening to this probably tried it out. (laughs) You have to. You have to try it out. And even when I'm eating carrots, which is not often because I don't like carrots, or if I'm eating it, they're cooked. But if it's a raw carrot, I bite into it and I'm like, this is what it would feel. Obviously not. It would hurt if I actually like bit off my finger. But I'm like, is it really this easy to do it? And I'm just not doing it because my brain is sending signals saying, don't bite off your finger. Yeah, no, it's the craziest thing. But I'm just thinking about like, so I think about that. But a part of me doesn't think an ear is as easy because it's cartilage. But he just. Like, what was he thinking? I want to bite this man's ear off, you know? <laughs> he was probably thinking, I want to win. And this, this is going to help. But he only got disqualified. Yeah, no, that's insane. It's definitely interesting. I know Mike Tyson has lived, like, I feel like when I was reading about him, he lives, like, ten lives. Like, he has he started- one of the most interesting stories in sports. Like, I'll definitely say that. He had a very tumultuous career like he faced a lot like lawsuits um childhood traumas incarceration a lot of his battles predates his boxing career and it kind of just followed him into it yeah it followed him into it because it started when he was younger but he made like he would make a 180 but then he'd go like all the way backwards and then he'd go forward again and then it was just like a lot like i was reading i was like wow very interesting He's, but it was just a lot to take in. Yeah, he's he's faced um a lot of turmoil. And I think in the later years, especially when he left boxing, like his primary goal was just to do anything that found him peace. I know we've, we've all seen those photos of Mike Tyson like feeding pigeons. And I don't know <laughs> why those pictures used to make me laugh so hard. Like I thought that was so random. But now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Like, if pigeons make you happy, feed the pigeons. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree 1,000%. And I agree with what you said about, like, when he, like, left fighting, you know? He was just focusing on, like, getting everything in his life. to Not together, but, like, at peace. Because he, he went through a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was... He went to prison for... 
a few years in the middle of his career. Yep. And then I think he, uh, a few years later, he went back for like five months or something. It's crazy. I think, okay, there's a, a movie that's supposed to be coming out about him. Don't ask me when because I have no idea. I don't even know if it's if it's done. It might still be in production. But Jamie Foxx did an interview recently talking about the um, biopic that's coming out about Mike Tyson and Jamie Foxx is going to play Mike. And he did an impersonation. Like he he was like giving people like a taste of what it would um, be like, how he would sound. He was spot on. Really? Oh my God, it was perfect. I mean, have you ever seen Ray? No. Okay, wait. All right, we're we're gonna have to discuss that after the podcast. You have <laughs> to watch Ray, where he, I will. where Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles. His depiction of Ray Charles was perfect. It could okay. not have been more perfect. And I didn't think he could top something like that when it comes to like, yeah. playing another person. But when I heard him speak like Mike Tyson, I I, I was like taken aback. I got chills. I'm like. How on earth? And I've heard people try to impersonate Mike Tyson before. You know, you have like the high pitched voice and like the lisp, and he has a very like um, soft kind of tone. Yeah. So I think people think it's just easy to do it, but when you hear Jamie Foxx do it, it's like, all right, yeah, no one's no one's doing it better than oh him. Oh my gosh! Wow, and I'm excited. I'll watch that movie tonight. I have nothing to do today. I'll watch it. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know I was telling you before, my dad has, like, in my basement, like, we have a bunch of, like, sports memorabilia on the walls and stuff, like, signed Cowboys helmets, jerseys, and my dad has a signed picture of Mike Tyson hanging up. I was like, I probably should have asked, like, talked to him before this, but he wasn't home. (laughs) But it's definitely interesting. Like, Mike Tyson's, like, I feel like he's a household name and, like, literally all over, like, he's so famous. He's so well-known. Even if you don't know, like, you know his name if you don't know exactly about him. Do you know what I mean? Right. If you're not familiar with his career, you you still know him as um, a personality. Like we were just saying, George Foreman, a lot of people in our age group don't, do not know George Foreman the boxer. We know George Foreman grills. <laughs> yeah, growing up, like I still have the white George Foreman grill from literally when I was growing up, like the original one. And then I remember... I must have, you know, his commercials. I literally have the commercial in my head. And I think I must have said something like, oh, about him. Like, I thought he was a chef or something. Like, I just didn't know. My dad was like, Cass, what did you just say? And then my dad was like, Cass, like, (laughs) you used to do this and that. And I'm like, oh, well, good for him on the rebranding of George Foreman Girls. But I had no idea. I thought his thing was like making George Foreman Girls. I thought he was like a chef, you know? That's an iconic crossover. Like for you to be successful in both lanes that have nothing to do with the other. At I all. literally love it. And the George Foreman girl is literally my George Foreman girl. How old is it? I don't even know. Like literally so old and it still works. Like great quality. 10 out of 10 would recommend. I might be buying my family a new one for Christmas. <laughs> but it still works. Like it's crazy. And they still sell them. They're still very much on sale. They're a lot more modern now, and they're really nice, and they have, like, a rose gold one. But it's just crazy how, like, they're, like, staples, and you don't even realize it. Yeah, like, the the story behind Mm -hmm. the man. Like, it's it's so fascinating. Um, But, like, tying into 
knowing someone but not really knowing like how they got their start or whatever they're doing um so like we were saying before we didn't watch mike tyson's fights in real time like we were either too young or not born like that just wasn't a thing yep we're gonna watch the tyson fight so all of our knowledge comes from other sources so a lot of like his career now is like tv um like he was in hangover and stuff like that but i feel like a lot of people don't know that mike tyson has a cartoon like a full-on cartoon series on adult swim did you know that no and it's so fantastic okay let me give you the rundown okay okay i have no idea (laughs) it's called mike tyson mysteries and it's about him and he has this adopted daughter named Young Hee, a ghost named Marcus, and a pigeon named Pigeon. And it's the they're a group and they solve mysteries together. And it's been out since like 2014. Each episode is like 12 minutes long and it comes on Adult Swim. When I tell you that show is hilarious, it's the stupidest humor, but it's so, so good. And it comes on at like midnight because you know adult swim starts around like eight o'clock because in the daytime it's like cartoon network so all the good stuff comes on really late at night and I think I found out about it like I had my tv on in the middle of the night and I woke up and I was like what is that and I saw the cartoon that was supposed to be Mike Tyson and I saw the face tattoo it's another thing it's like that's how you easily recognize him that face tat and I'm like is that Mike Tyson so I look it up and I'm like he has a cartoon and I started watching more of it and it's so funny oh my gosh that's literally so I have to check this out and I have to I'm literally watching the movie you said tonight and I have to check this out I had no idea it's a really really good show and he actually referenced um the Holyfield thing in one of the episodes he was at the doctor because he had quote-unquote mic bites on his body <laughs> and the daughter was like oh what are mike bites and he goes oh you should ask evander holyfield he's very familiar with mike bites. <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> no i swear that's like his signature thing like that's what he's known for mostly i feel like and he makes a lot of cameos and like shows yeah he i think he found a way to get off of it yes exactly and that's what you're supposed to do like the fact that we used to like laugh at those videos or pictures of him with the pigeons and he tied that into the show and one of the characters is a pigeon named pigeon and then he references like the biting of the ear it's just it's brilliant yeah one thing he really does know how to market himself which is so important because like he could have like you know bit his ear and then been like not talk about you know what i mean yeah he obviously everyone else is going to talk about it but he like he embraced the fact that he bit a piece of his opponent's ear off. <laughs> That's <Would> wild. You... <laughs> or even like owning a tiger. Yes. Like he started that before Tiger King came out. Like that was a Mike Tyson thing. Yeah, no, he's definitely legendary. Yeah, this this fight tomorrow is bound to be good. Like rule changes are not two legends, one ring. And because they're they're older, like this is this is different. So I'll be tuned in via Twitter because I'm not buying it, but I will be keeping tabs and seeing what's going on. I think my money, I'm I'm a Mike Tyson 
stan, like post-career Mike Tyson stan. But like, I think, oh, and I forgot to mention, there's no official winner. Like, this isn't going to be recorded. It's not official judges. You just get a frontline battle belt. Like, this is, it's not like a serious fight. It's a fight, but it's not a serious fight. But someone is going to get that belt. I want to say Roy Jones. I want to say that. But then I don't. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I don't have enough knowledge, but like, I guess, you know, I'm Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with Mike Tyson. All right, we will see. We will see. Thank you guys so much for tuning into episode 14 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure you're subscribed to us on Spotify and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that's DYCT Podcast. And you'll hear from us next week.